to the first episode of War Central. We have Paul, who is the uh, greenhorn of the episode. Would you like to say anything? I haven't anything to say. Okay, and we have Liam, who will be covering Dark Souls. Yes. <laughs> Just yes. Yes. Very unprofessional. Um, and I... Uh, Jackson will be covering the D&D side of the things. And today we will be covering the majestic, all-powerful Flump. Okay? Paul, would you, uh, would you care to guess what a Flump is? Well, to me, it sounds like a deflated balloon. A deflated balloon. That's my guess. Okay, so... Technically, yes, that is how it got its name. It has air jets on the back of it, but basically it's a giant jellyfish that floats around and eats your dreams, basically. Um, so, when we're talking about like a floating jellyfish, are we talking about like a net from Skyrim? Um, kind of. Not really. I would show a picture, but we haven't crossed over to YouTube and that platform yet. We're just currently on Spotify. But basically, the Plump is a all-powerful, knowing, wise being. It is really strange, but basically, it has all the knowledge in the universe just by eating people's dreams. Basically, it lives in the Underdark, and that area is ruled by the Drow. The drow is just basically elves who were um, too aggressive, and so the elves went like, Oh, hey, we don't like you. Get. And they were banished to the Underdark, and now they kind of rule it and are under a spider queen. You know that um, a large portion of what D&D is made out of was contributed by uh, Lord of the Rings? Yes, everyone knows this. Um... But, Not everyone does. Okay. Sean. <laughs> so, so, as we are uh, continuing on the form, basically it will attach its little tendrils to mind frayers, aboliths. Aboliths are basically just giant leviathans that float around the underdog. Like a flump, but aggressive, and they will chop your head. And so, um, what else? Uh, the mind flares, basically, they will stare at you and then blow your mind. Okay, so when you mean it eats your dreams, what do you mean by that? So, basically, it will attach to your head, and most of the time, it, they won't notice because they're blind. And so, everyone in the Underdark is basically blind except the flump. And so it will attach to them, and it will take their knowledge and their dreams, and they, it will eat it. But the problem with that is the um, flump is, like, the most um, kind and great being under there, and it hates to contain evil energy. It absolutely hates it, and it will commit suicide if long enough. 
And so basically what it will do is it will go into the cave system, and if an adventurer is waltzing along, it will go up to and be like, hey, you want to know some information? And it will give it some information. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Anything you want to say? Well, I mean, does it eat? Does it sleep? Okay, so it eats through telepathy, kind of. It Basically, its energy is dreams and thoughts. That's its energy source. So what, do they like lay eggs or something? No, uh, I, it doesn't give us any information on reproduction. It just says, hey, this is a fluff. Good, eat it, whatever. I don't care. And flump are actually really good sources of protein. And so if you're along the adventure and you see a flump doing a little dance, you can waltz on over to it, smack it upside the face with your hammer, and eat it. Okay, but it's like a jellyfish, you said? Does it have it's, a lot of meat? So its head, basically, so it's shaped, it has the tendrils under it, and then the little flat disc, a jellyfish has, but instead of like normal where it would just be a blob, it has two antennas that have eyes on the end of it and a slit in the middle for a mouth. Okay. So it's like a it it's a living thing. So it breathes and poops. Yes, it breathes and poops and Everything humans do. What does it poop? Does it poop dreams? I I believe it poops aura. Aura. Like it will expel energy by talking to an adventurer. Basically, that's its form of taking a big crop. And one other thing that is really important is it doesn't have a lot of t attack damage, but its charisma is really high. Just it's insane how high it is. Wait, it can talk? Um, it talks through telepathy. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but why? But why? Oh, because it's just a plum. Trust a plum. The mystic handbook, the number one rule is trust a plump. I don't know, from the way you describe it, I don't know what trust a plump. You don't trust a plump. Okay, let me let me pull up a picture of a flump if you don't trust it that much. Here's the uh here's the flump. It's uh I know you guys can't see this, but that's so, a flump. What it looks like to me is like a pie. Yeah with crab eyes, sort of. And a bunch of tentacles. Yes. You're telling me that's not trustworthy. Yes. It has a high yes. Really? Yes, it does. Um. So let me pull up my research. It's uh. It's. I've got a lot of research on this because I. It's just basic. Um. Let me see if the page will load. Okay. So. Let's see. Okay, so it is, like I said earlier, the most intelligent creature. 
And the reason for that, I think I've already said this. I'm not positive. I will have to go back and check. Um, but the reason why is because it will collect knowledge from adventurers because they have good knowledge and they like that. But they also want to get rid of their knowledge because it's evil energy. And so, yeah, that's mostly it. Uh, Liam, would you like to say anything? Okay, so today we're going to begin off with some Elden Ring um, stuff. Are we just transitioning from Flump to Elden Ring? Yes, no one you. cares about Flump. Everyone wants to know about Elden Ring. No, no Especially everyone in the Souls um, okay. community. Fine. So Tell uh, me the basics. So, no. I'll, let's just start with some news. So, um, this, um, this morning at 7.45, um... Bandai Namco had a 15-minute stream. You can go watch it. Um, I already did. No, I'm talking to the viewers, you idiot. Okay. Okay. okay so you basically, don't have to be so aggressive. So basically, it's um, it showed a bunch of gameplay. Um, we now know that, um, you know the guy with all the big axes in um, I think it's Storm something. It's like a it's a leg legacy dungeon, and um, you can use the you know how he breathes fire in the trailer? You can use that after beating him. And now we also got to see the new um, Firekeeper. So, so, okay. so this game is a uh, spiritual successor to Dark Souls in a way. It, so it's um, like an offshoot. You know, Bloodborne. A sort of spinoff? Yeah, it's a spinoff. Okay, so basically what I am hearing when you say you can use this ability, the only thing I'm thinking at this moment is Skyrim. D don't compare. <laughs> okay, so okay, look, just... here's the difference between Dark Souls and Skyrim. So Skyrim, you just mash one button to repeatedly hit someone over and over again, right? And Dark Souls, a naked dude with a broken sword can kill you in full armor, okay? See, that's, that's a cool thing about Dark Souls. Okay, You so... have to get good to be good. Okay, so basically... This naked dude in a dungeon is just chilling on his chair, all exposed, and just hanging out with his broken sword. And if someone enters, he's like getting up out of his chair, all snail-like, and being like, <clears throat> "I'm talking about invasions. Inva invasions. There are going to be invasions. There's no boss. That's not. That's the closest thing we've ever gotten to a naked dude fighting at us. Um, that's actually in the game is Rickard in Dark Souls Three. The closest At we've Dragon ever gotten, Peak. because uh, um, stupid uh, companies don't want us fighting naked dudes in dungeons. So, um, the healing item of Elden Ring is going to be the Flask of Crimson Tears, and the bonfire thing is going to be um, a Sight of Lost Grace, of Lost Grace, and um, yeah, I'm just really pumped for it. Well, there's going to be a big open world, and yeah. Okay, well, that is going to about wrap up today's episode. Um, sorry for the clutter that it was. Uh, we will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for watching.